Good evening, everybody. Hope everybody's doing fine. Welcome. I'm Jeremy Alverson, retired undersheriff and your host of Warrior Within First Responder Mental Health. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast and hopefully it reaches somebody and touches a uh, Teaches somebody who needs to hear something. You know, I was sitting here today and I, uh, the last few weeks actually, and get somebody to kind of go on a trip with me here for a minute. This episode is called Breaking the Blue. And, um, it kind of touches with me. And I want you, if you just would, just set. And listen, let your mind go here for a second, okay? For a few minutes. Come along with a ride. Today, somewhere in this great nation, an officer, deputy, dispatcher is preparing to go for deployment. Not to a foreign conflict, not to a war, but to the community where they serve. These individuals are always ready and willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice. They don't say nothing. They lace up their boots. They do their brass check. They complete their weapon inventory, their weapons check, make sure everything is a function. Now they kiss their babies. They grab their bags and walk out the door. Not knowing if what's going to happen on that shift, not even knowing if they're going to come home. Are they nervous? Every time. But you'll never know it because the face of pure steel smiles. The readiness that these individuals carry. They say those famous numbers would be 10 8. Now, behind all the preparation in those prayers, they do have a fear of the unknown. Now with this fear of the unknown, our body goes through a toll. Our heart rate goes up. Our spidey senses are always monitoring and scanning every area, every second. Looking for that, something's off. The threat that no one else will see. always watching for that possible attack on ourselves. We go our whole shift in this state. Never getting never getting a chance to like back down, take the guard off. We go to the station. People ambush police stations, agencies. So you can't take your guard down there. So for 8, 10, 12 hours, sometimes longer. This remains. Now, this officer, they go home. They kiss their babies. They unpack of the day. They unpack. But we don't unpack. 
that child abuse case that we took that we was responded to it plays in our head the death notification that we just did plays in our head all of it right here in the forefront of our minds but it's just not the day's shift it's all the shifts before that as well all the calls everything is stacked up on the front front of our mind now we pretend that everything's okay we pretend it's just another day part of the job we knew what we signed up for so we're just glad we made it home. I mean, after all, this is our routine. So the next thing we know, we we have became numb. We don't feel like us anymore. We don't even know who us is. So we isolate at home. Our days off are spent. Avoiding social events, avoiding family, avoiding friends. We work every extra shift we can so we stay busy so that the forefront of our mind is no longer on our mind. We find ways to medicate. We take pills, we drink, sex aggression we become easily agitated and set off our memories fade we'd be having a conversation and forget totally what we were talking about the disassociation happens we just as they say zone out sucking it up has become harder you know our partners start to see the change. They ask, hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Knowing that we can't look weak in the eyes of our brothers and sisters because they need us. They want us to be strong. We're the rock stars of our shift. We tell everybody that we're okay, knowing damn well if we tell somebody that we're not, we become a liability. So we tell ourselves, I'm just burnt out. I'm tired. Need a vacation. All this sound familiar? Does this resonate in somebody? You feel it? Are you there? Now, what are we doing to help our officers, our firefighters, our medics, our dispatchers? What do we do? What measures do we use? As responders, the young responders are being exposed to life-changing events and being sent home at the end of a shift to report back the next day. Zero resources being offered. They don't ask. Now these young guys, they don't ask. The young women don't ask because fear of ridicule, embarrassment, what if they lose their job? What if they lose their pension? What if they lose the only sense of security they have? What about debriefs? Do they work? 
group settings, will they work? A group setting, you put everyone in a room who is struggling and strictly voluntarily, of course. But no one wants to be the weak one. Or worst case, someone in the group talks and all these emotions start to come to the top. And the debrief is over and you're sent home with something you just uncapped with no tool to process this thing. So those emotions and those feelings start running rapid. Now don't get me wrong, I applaud the steps and the notice that first responder mental health has been gaining the stigma to stop the stigma around mental health and in responders all that is great but we're still way behind did you know that in 2022 officer suicides was 160 reported this year in 2023, in the month of January, we had four police officers lost in the line of duty, and we had nine suicides. That suicide number should be a zero. Now, through my research and what I've been reading and seeing the numbers, um, I see a lot of the veteran officers guys who have been struggling for years, years of service anywhere from 15 to, no, correct, sorry about that, years of service from 13 to 20 years of service. These guys are trained under the suck it up air, you know, the, the, um, the air of, we don't talk about it. Divorce rates were high. Drinking and alcoholism was high. All the rates were high, but bad guys got arrested. Now, these are the guys and girls that are taking drastic measures to stop this struggle. I'm familiar with this struggle. I, I know them demons. But here's the thing about that struggle. And you think that suicide may be your way out. What no one tells you and what you're not understanding is these demons are not going to tell you this either. The struggle that you're battling on a daily day basis. The struggle that keeps you awake at night. The struggle where you can't find peace no matter how hard you're looking for it. You can walk out of this life on your terms. You can do something drastic and end all of it. But the struggle don't stop. What you have done now is you start you pass that struggle to your family. Your kids will carry this. Your spouse. Your grandkids. This struggle does not stop it grows so suicide is not your answer it takes you out of the equation but it puts everybody else in it 
you don't have to go there. There is resources. There is non-judgmental resources. It's some of them are free and some of them need insurance and some of them, but either way, regardless of what it needs, we can get you the help you need. And it's okay to need that help. Reaching out for that help is what kept me alive. And it's the reason that I have a voice today. It's the reason for Warrior Within, because we all have that warrior. If we don't stand together, we will surely fall together. We don't have to break the blue. In America today, we have approximately 700,000 police officers serving our communities. Now granted, not all are ideal candidates. Sometimes evil does wear a badge. In every career, you know, there's wrongdoing and wrong agendas. Don't make it right. I'm not taking up for it. And unfortunately, sometimes the citizens are the ones who pay that price. And with the wrongdoing and the, the effects these bad officers have on good officers, that becomes another weight that we put on. The community start looking at us. The civi you know, civilians are looking at us like... Um, are we one of the bad guys? So we have to practice and we stand firm and, and apply positive examples to our communities to show who and what we are, what we do, and why we do it. We still have to fight the evil. I know that. You know that. But we can do it. We can do it in a positive sense. But this also takes a toll on our mental health. It adds another, if you're already struggling, dealing with things, it adds some more. If you're not struggling, it adds more. So having resources readily available and accessible to our officers and first responders, firefighters, dispatchers. Having these resources available will save careers. Most importantly, it will save lives. We can drive those numbers down to zero. The goal in officer suicide is zero. Retention, officer retention, this is... How do we keep retention? How do we keep officers? We provide resources. Provide stable homes, this financial security, quality health care. Administrators will stand up for you. They will tell you it's okay to feel what you're feeling. They know what you're seeing. And they know that you're not okay. And it's okay. You're not losing your job. You're not losing your badge. You're not losing your gun. We're going to get you the help you need. 
we don't have to break the blue. And we don't have to let the blue break us. As always, if you're struggling, need somebody to talk to, need, need a place to vent, somebody just to sit with you, I'm here. If you're looking for some resources and, and you don't know where to start, reach out to me. We will help. I will help you with everything I can to get those resources started and uh, point you in the direction of healing. I don't judge. I don't tell nobody who called me. I don't tell nobody who emailed me or sent me a message. That's not my business. My business is your safety. Everybody, it's a few days before the 6th. It is January 30th. I'm looking out the window with the ice and the sleet coming down. And this was on my heart to say, so I went ahead and done their podcast a little early. I appreciate all the listens, all the shares, all the comments. If you have any questions, please. If you, and again, if you or somebody you know needs resources, they're available. The statistics on the Officer Down numbers came from uh, Officer Down Memorial Pages and Blue Line Help. Those are where I got my numbers at for this podcast. Again, God bless you. Have a blessed day. Stay safe. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.